0: One of my goals with The Secret Podcast is to make the supernatural more natural and the paranormal more normal. These are events and occurrences that happen as a part of our natural and normal everyday lives. We've just been conditioned to ignore them and deny their existence. Well, it's time to undo that conditioning. I'm proud to announce that Ray Davis and I of Sixth Sense Media have created our own Sixth Sense Media clothing line. We can't always go up to somebody and say, Hey, what do you think about the disclosure and UFOs and aliens on the Earth? But you can wear one of our Disclosure Now T-shirts and get people's attention, start a conversation, or connect with another like-minded person who sees your shirt. If you're a truth seeker or someone looking to enact positive change in the world, why not wear it with pride? Connect with other like-minded truth seekers and become the change you want to be and see in this world. Visit SixSenseMedia.net, click on the store tab and become the change you were born to inspire. Visit 6 click on the store. Welcome to Truth Seekers.
1: Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain. What you feel. you felt it your entire life. There's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there.
2: Who
0: are we, really? What is our greater connection to this universe? Are we on some form of a prison planet? Are we living within the brain of an artificial intelligence? Are we trapped within the Matrix or are we just fragmented aspects of a higher piece of consciousness, which we can call our higher self, that's directing us through this existence as we propel our way through the perceived galaxy of life? Hi, right, truth seekers, Dennis Nappy II with Sixth Sense Media. And you better believe on this episode of The Secret Podcast, we will certainly challenge reality, question that which we've been taught, and hope to inspire a new direction of thought. To bring about change as my friend, fellow crypto viewer teammate and uh, remote viewer Edward Reardon joins us on the podcast and he certainly makes the paranormal normal and the supernatural natural. We go pretty far down the rabbit hole. He was tasked with a remote viewing project to look at pie. And, you know, you think pi 3.14, blah, blah, I don't even, I don't know past that. It's used in calculating the circumference of a circle and all these different formulas and geometry and mathematics, but it is so much more. And I say that with confidence, having worked with Edward on a weekly basis now, seeing the accuracy of his data. That doesn't mean that everything he says is accurate, but I can rely on him as a source of information among many and the conversation I'm about to share with all of you it it had a, it had a profound impact on me when he was going through this I was talking to him as he was you know running through this target and he just for a while he wasn't ready to talk about it because he had to process everything now I didn't connect with the target I'm, I didn't remote view the target but from my conversation with him it um wow I I can't wait it, we're we're going to get to that In a minute so uh, stay tuned for that discussion with with Edward Reardon you're gonna wanna you're gonna want to get comfortable and you're you're just gonna want to listen it because it's a it's a profound it's a beautiful inspiring deep thought-provoking conversation that gets to in some aspects who are we and what is out there and in here so I look forward to sharing that with you. I uh, I had a bunch of news stories that I was going to get into. Um, I I just I, I just finished up this conversation with Edward, and honestly, I I just think we need to go right to his conversation. I don't want to shadow that with news. I am going to give a self plug here, which uh, I can't help myself. I'm so proud. Food for the Archons. I am human. Food for the Archons. Humanity's psychic connection. Parallel Worlds, Simulated Realities, and the Manipulation of Mankind. My book is now available for Kindle and for paperback. You can find that on Amazon or at sixcentsmedia.net. Just type in food for the Archons and you will find it and you can pick yourself up a copy. The feedback I've been getting has been phenomenal. I'm so thankful that those of you out there who are supporting this project, so please check that out. This has been uh, an important journey for me. So your support is greatly, greatly appreciated. All right, my friends. Like I said, I'm going to forego the news this week and get right to uh, to Edwards and my discussion. All right, there, truth seekers. I'm uh, I'm very excited. I have uh, my friend on the line, my good friend Edward Reardon. He's the remote viewer. We've done two shows on The Seeker Podcast together already, and Edward is a guy that, uh, in, in some aspects, has changed my life. Uh, through through my connection with him, we talked about remote viewing QAnon. That was one of the deepest shows that I think I've done. Um, and through him, I was able to connect with the crypto viewing team, and that has been such an incredible, incredible journey. And Edward is such a unique and talented remote viewer in uh just the detail that he pulls out and the weird stuff that tends to happen when I talk to him on the phone as was just going on. My phone shut down on me. It kind of crashed. I had to reset as soon as I got on the line with him. So hopefully we can uh, make it through this conversation without the Archons or the powers that be out there messing with us. But Edward, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
2: Hey, Dennis. I'm doing great, man. And uh, hopefully we can... The uh, connection here uh, for the conversation.
0: If not, we'll we'll make it work as we always do, you know.
2: Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
0: So uh, you know, I was talking about our, our connection with the uh, with the crypto viewing team, man. How how would you describe that experience thus far with what we've been learning and looking at and going through?
2: Well, the crypto viewing team, um, you know, is um, it's it's just, it's great, man. It's, it's like a remote viewers dream come true. You know, um, you got, uh, you know, the viewers, um, like m- myself and Dick Algar and dad Smith. And, and, um, you know, I call us, you know, we're the 30,000 hour team, you know, we, you know, we, we put, we put about 30,000 hours in or so a piece into our exploration of remote viewing and um so uh for us to be a team um is just it's wonderful it's just great to um be able to work with uh with those guys and um be able to share and explore uh learn from each other and um it's kind of like it's kind of like the beatles you know they were really really phenomenal together and then uh they're great uh solo, but man, is it great when they're together <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh so on a- viewing level uh with those guys it's it's um very- rewarding and then to have you know the rest of the team and you and and Ed and h q and everybody um it's just uh, you know it's an ensemble that's being put together that uh, is unique and um it's a it's a first uh, of this level of in, in regards to remote viewing, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, uh, at, at least publicly. Yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely, and um, it's it's great. And I get to hang out with people like you, man.
0: We we have fun every week, don't we?
2: Absolutely, that's, that's mandatory. <laughs> you know yeah. So, so yeah you know it gets heavy and uh and you have to uh you got to be able to find uh humor and you have to be able to find the absurdity in it and uh and capitalize on things that are, are going to make you laugh and uh humor is mandatory in my house man <laughs> yeah, no, I, I
0: hear you, man. Like when when I was a uh, a police officer, humor is what got us through it. Because you'd go in and you'd see some some horrible stuff, and if you weren't able to joke about it with your buddies, be, you're gonna go home uh, just a total basket case. And Absolutely. what what we're looking at with uh, the crypto team, some of the stuff is it's scary. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, our ability to laugh you know not at what we're seeing, but just to make jokes along the way and behind the scenes and stuff for me that like yeah. I, I walk away from our sessions with a with a smile on my face, laughing how we you know tease each other and, and laugh about stuff and that that really helps it makes a difference
2: absolutely man, absolutely and uh yeah, these are heavy topics and um you know you gotta you got to um you gotta get through it it's it's like a therapy you know
1: yeah
2: and so, yeah, and like I say, in my house, laughter is, and humor is uh, absolutely mandatory. <laughs> yeah,
0: as, <laughs> as, it, as it should be, you know, and, and the work we're doing, I think, on the team. Number one, seeing the viewers, you, Dick, and Daz work together. I mean, you guys are harmony. You guys are like a fine-tuned instrument. And then when you guys get on target, a lot of times the tar- your information, although different, it fits, it harmonizes, it corroborates Um I can't stress enough, I mean, I've tried really hard with this platform to build, not that I need to, but to build credibility of remote viewing as a reliable source of data, not the end-all be-all, but something that we should consider when we're planning for the future or trying to look at an event and understand what happened and if if you're skeptical out there i encourage you to check out j- just find one session on the crypto team sign up for one month and watch what the viewers do i mean it, it is, it's astounding every week to say wow how did you guys get that
2: you know yeah absolutely and you know what's really great um you know with with uh that dick and daz and myself is is that um you know we will um, kind of attack a target uh, from from different angles and kind of grab a few, you know. Dick will grab a few pieces and Dave will grab a few pieces and I'll grab a few pieces, and it kind of kind of helps to to make a bigger picture, you know. Yeah. And um, and that that makes it really really rewarding, you know. It's like um, it's definitely a a relationship um, that is forged and you know the majority of it um you know is in the remote viewing realm you know so uh so there's you know there's like a remote viewing level of of uh, intimacy there Mm -hmm. and relationship and um bonding you know that is really rewarding
0: yeah it's you know and i know although i'm not a viewer there's been connections, certain things like I'll be going through something stressful and within two seconds of me thinking, man, I wish I had somebody to talk to about it. Somebody from the team will call me or email me or text me, <laughs> you know, and it's like, wow, everybody's kind of entrained and, and connected, which is pretty
2: cool. It is, man. It's great be on a team. Being on the team is the best, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, I was doing this alone for so long, and and, it's like, and you sit there and you're like, "Am I nuts?" I mean, what's what's going on? I mean, you know how that sure, can be. And then sure. to connect with other people oh, who are just yeah. as nuts as you are, it's like, all right, at least I got company.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, like for uh, in, you know, in the viewing world, I mean, um, we've uh, been at this for twenty years, um, uh, twenty plus years. And those were majority. I, I I can't speak for Dick and Dan, but I'm, I'm sure it probably was. But the, you know, they're, most of them were very lonely years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, before everything became so YouTube and, and yeah. everything else, it was uh, hacking and slashing. Um, and it was a total sacrifice because there was, there was no return. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah and it's uh tough. so yeah and it's it's like uh you know when you your your story is no different you you hack in you slash, you don't know why, but you just know you have to, yeah, and uh then you know you when you least expect it uh you know there there's the door you know
0: yeah that, that and, that's the um, truth yeah yeah you know and 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 it was- it was it i still you know, I'm amazed and thankful for how you and I connected, because, you know, you, you had a decent following on YouTube, and, and I was like, wow, this guy has an interesting thing to say. Let me send him an email. I never expect you to write back, because most people don't get back to me, and uh, you responded. i I tell
2: you, yeah. I tell you what, man, I get emails, um, I get comments, and, uh, you know, no offense to the people who, who send them and I don't respond to, but I typically do not respond. Wow, I didn't know Um, that. Yeah, I'm I'm just you know, I'm just not a dialogue person, man. You know, um, I'm just not. I just I put my stuff out and uh, and go back into my cave. (laughs) No, I hear you. (laughs) You know, I hear you. And um, but uh, and so when you emailed and said you don't want to be, do you want to be in my podcast? And he said, Yeah, you know what? This guy's got a good vibe, and uh, yeah, let's do it. And it was like I wasn't sure because again, the, the, you know, this was with, with that team thing, and I was like, man, I don't want to get myself in this in trouble, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I did because I'm glad we're connected, and I'm glad you're part of the team. And it's, I couldn't think of a better person to be a teammate with.
1: Well,
0: I appreciate that, Edward. Thank you. I, I am uh, truly grateful, and uh, you know, I'm always impressed at that. That higher level that seems to have a hand in a lot of what we do, which is
2: pretty cool. Absolutely. Well, you have integrity, and uh, you're humble, and you know that's um, in this in this team. You know, we kind of that's kind of required. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you. You
2: know. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So you know, in thinking about. Everybody's journey is similar but different. And I was talking to you know, a couple weeks back, you know, and we were talking about what we're going to discuss tonight, which is your task to remote view pi, 3.14. Mm-hmm. And as we st- as you started explaining what it is, I was thinking about the things you've looked at with QAnon, with the Earth's core, and some of your other projects, your your ominous feeling. And it's it's as if you are getting a glimpse of the fabric of our universe. You know, you are a a true explorer. You've been given access, you know, in small pieces of, Hey, here's kind of what's going on behind the scenes. Things that people have tried to figure out for a very long time. And you're getting these glimpses of it. How does that, how do you deal with that? How do you process that?
2: Well, um, thank you for saying that. I think I'm going to (laughs) cry. Um, i am easily emotional so I, I i end up crying during those kind of this conversation. um it's <laughs> it's just one of those things uh you know for me in in my life uh, has been a um uh, a strange journey um along those lines and I learned um a long time ago that um impulses were coming in, mm-hmm. and 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 I needed to follow those. Uh, and if I didn't, um, I would find myself in an unhappy place. Yeah. And so, uh, in my twenties, um, in the back in the early nineties, uh, I decided I, I had to start to listen uh, to what was going on. And it led me on a really unbelievable journey and, um, of uh, you know, learning and discovering, um, that, uh, will, you know, just, just, it's just never going to end, you know? And it's like, you know, when I say learning, uh, I don't, what it was was like, um, when I, w- I was a really terrible student, you know, because um, I just don't have good recall ability, I, meaning that you know, in school, as I'm sure you remember, you know, if you uh, remembered and repeated and regurgitated uh, what those people wanted you to regurgitate, you got an A and you yeah. are, you know, you got ten gold stars. Yeah. Um, my brain doesn't work like that, and so I was a terrible student. Uh, and it was really difficult for me to deal with uh, because I didn't really there was nobody around who could say well let's figure out how you could learn
1: Yeah.
2: but at an early age uh, what, I, what I hoped for was that um, I could learn um, some other way and not from trying to read a book, you know I'm dyslexic so mm-hmm. I try to read a book and I fall asleep
1: yeah,
2: and it it takes me you know literally two years to read a book. Wow. Um Yeah, but that's only because I'll read the same paragraph uh, about a hundred times.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And what I found is that if you have a really good author like Ingo Swan or Joe McMonigal, there's so much in a paragraph that you should reread it a hundred times. Yeah, um, because there's there's so many. Uh, otherwise you, you're really missing you could really miss what they're saying
0: yeah and, and writers um, writers like that you know that that writing it changes something inside of you if you're open to it there's a process that goes on an evolution of, of thought and you really have to yeah. let the you can't speed read through works like that you have to absolutely let it simmer you, you, and take
2: your time yeah mm-hmm. absolutely because there's so much in there. They're they're really writing from another realm, and it's like yeah. the realm they're writing from is the realm that I like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm happy to do it. But like as far as that, like you're saying, um, you know, tapping into the fabric of the universe and and that kind of thing, it's been uh, it's kind of been the journey um, to to do that. And the way that I learn is. Um, the way that I always I wanted to learn, which is from uh, a part of my brain and my mind uh, that processes information differently than uh, reading things out of a book.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when I work a target blind, uh, you know, a remote, a remote viewing target, and I'm blind, uh, the part of, my, of myself, my mind, that can really comprehend things uh, at that level. Uh, gets activated and it's fueled by uh, other really great uh, mechanisms in our brains, like curiosity and inspiration, and those types of things. So there's fuel behind it, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm in a I'm in a space of comprehension, and um, and and that's that's I love that space because um, there's there's so much you know. Potential in there, and so I love to go in there, and that's where I go with remote viewing, and that's that's what I why I do it so much. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> and you know that that applies, I think, just an education And I won't go on an education tangent, but I try with my students all the time to find. A way for them to relate to information that they're going to be interested, excited, and, and enjoyable, as opposed to you need to read these ten pages, memorize it. There's a test tomorrow. Because that doesn't work for you know for everybody. You nope. know. Um, so you got Absolutely tasked. Not. You got tasked again. You were blind to this target, but you got tasked to remote view pi. Now, I never yeah. thought of pi as anything more than uh, an advanced mathematical calculation. That you know. But I never thought of it in the aspect that you came across with viewing of this. Um, and I've spoken to somebody else about it, who's told me other viewers have have gone through this target and have had similar experiences, which is just more corroborating data. I think supporting what you know the, your contact with the target. But what what is Pi? First of all, and, you know, can you walk us through kind of how you got into this project?
2: Well, uh, how I got to the project is um, I, um, when I'm not doing uh, remote viewing with Crypto Viewing Group, I'm always doing some remote viewing, either explorational stuff on my own, or I have uh, my one buddy Dustin, who um, I've been—he's a good friend of mine, Mm -hmm. and he sets up uh, targets for me. He's been setting up targets for for years. Uh, the Q stuff and the Earth's core, that's, that's all from him. Mm-hmm. And um, so he set this target up for me. And uh, I call them my vacation targets um, because I can just kind of settle in and I don't have a time constraint um, and that kind of thing. So I can just really uh you know go on vacation <laughs> right <laughs> you know, Right. go on vacation with, with uh with these targets and um so so uh usually what will happen is i'll get uh okay it's time you know and i'll send him a uh text hey now you got to target in mine i'll say absolutely and uh, he'll set it up together and he it's uh you know he, the way he, to, he sets the the tasking up is always very interesting um and so I get to go on a, a on a I get to go far out, you know, as far out as I as I want to go. Mm-hmm. And so with this one, um, you know, it's, it's an abstract, so it's not a physical thing. Uh, technically, as far as the the, the tasking or mm-hmm. or the the concepts, you know, we're we're looking at a mathematical concept, um, and so. I, of course, I don't know that. I'm, I'm blind with the target. So I'm, I'm starting to, as I'm going into it, I'm starting to have all kinds of sh- interesting experiences as to whatever this target is, and I'm feeling all kinds of different things. But pi is the is a uh, the, is a the mathematical constant. It's the uh, calculation of, of the uh, the of a circle, of the the radius of a circle to its circumference. Mm-hmm. And um, it's constant, so it's like um, a kind of uh, quote-unquote a uh, never-ending uh, mathematical constant. For whatever reason that is, um, I after working this target and getting the feedback, um, I had to really sit with it and and wonder about a lot of these things and and the things that came through. In my sessions um, about the circle and the sphere and why that's so important to us um, and our obsession with calculating it um, and trying to resolve um, our relationship with the with the circle or the sphere and why it would uh, it would never seem to be resolved. You, you know what I mean? it's like uh, we're trying to resolve it and it's and it's like a trick or something it, it's unresolvable mm-hmm. and it's and it's it's very interesting because as as I was looking it up and doing my research on it uh, what I was uh, learning was that uh, I think it was Archimedes I think who first um, attempted to to calculate uh, the circumference of a circle um, uh, several thousands of years ago in in Greece, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And so he was coming up with the idea that it was about three times uh, the circumference. And then as uh, they continued to, uh, as we continued as a species to uh, elevate our intelligence and become more sophisticated, Uh, the the definition of that calculation began to grow. So then it was uh, 3.1 and then Mm 3.14 and and on and
1: on
2: and on. And now there are literally millions. I think they've employed some AI or some machine learning. And there's millions of of digits. And so it's like this never-ending thing. But that's interesting to me um, that it's it's like the more sophisticated we have become the more defined uh, it it has become um, but then I also then have to wonder if, if we do resolve it what will happen if we resolve it um, and is there a timeline to that um, that uh, we're moving towards and and what might that mean um but so many interesting things were coming through with that session and and so as i was going into it i was getting the sense of like a, a trapped brain like a brain that was uh held being held captive
1: mm-hmm.
2: it was like um you know held prisoner somehow and it was like a strange looking brain um which was a really an interesting concept um, to to explore and it led me into the mind and what was a mind and um the, elect- the electrical components of the mind and consciousness mm-hmm. and um, and how uh, and I was getting into this Space of of uh, of the sphere realm and a 360 degree awareness. Can you, which was really really awesome.
0: Before we get to that, I want to ask you about this brain real quick. You yeah. know, was it a human-looking brain? Was it something different? What what impressions were you getting about this brain?
2: Well, uh, that was one of the few physical things of the whole. Uh, project, but it was not like a human brain. Mm-hmm. It was like a like a strange, advanced brain with a strange, advanced intelligence to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was it was captive. Some so something external was, had basically put it in a box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah,
2: meta, meta, yeah, like uh, um, metaphorically, right. it was it was like it was trapped.
1: It was trapped.
2: Know? Do you have any and idea why um, I was trapped. Well, I after the sessions were done and the project was over, and I'm looking at the feedback and I'm looking at all this, going, "What the hell just happened to me?" You know, what 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 is what is all this? I don't understand any of this stuff. I started to really look at um, what are, what is the sphere? Mm-hmm. Uh, how does it relate to us? Um, and how might it? Uh, what what is it in relationship to this idea of captivity, right. or uh, some limitation? And so, as I'm looking at the, if you look at the diagrams, uh, or um, for pi, it's, it basically looks like a clock. It's yeah. a circle with a line that goes from the center point out to the outer parameter, and so it looked like a clock. Um, and so, if we if we look at some of the concepts there, we can say we're held inside of um, time or our relationship to time or the way that time has been, um, the way that we have been conditioned to perceive time. Um, there is an element of the idea of we're held captive within it. And it also uh, brought me into the idea of the planet Saturn And the idea of Kronos, which is um, affiliated with Saturn and the the ideas around it, which is the governance of time and the time lord. And depending on uh, an individual's relationship with time, uh, it could be something that they feel that is, uh, that they are definitely under the thumb of it um, or a prisoner to it depending on how um what relationship they have with with time
1: right
2: and so as i'm looking at all these things that are all sphere related um you know saturn has the ring around it is mm-hmm. a big giant sphere it has a big big ring around it um and and it was bringing me into okay that's kind of a macro version of it but what about the micro version of it and it brought me to the cell, the cellular level. And basically uh, we are brought into the sphere realm and um, in conception uh, a sphere uh, is um, um. mutated and it duplicates and we, and the host is generated for us to exist in so that could be as another form of captivity mm-hmm. but it all comes from um, the sphere realm and so I started to as this was changing my whole perception of reality uh, I was going through this, this um, kind of uh, space that we are in the sphere realm and this is one realm of however many realms there are out there but this one that we're in is the sphere realm. We're we're brought into it and we're held into it. We're held in it by uh, other spheres, cells, uh, atoms. Uh, they're all spherical. And matter. Matter traps the up. spirit, basically. The uh... it's that this is the realm that we exist in. Yeah. we are in the sphere realm, mm-hmm. and so that. Um, that whole thing uh, was just changing my whole, you know, it changed my whole perspective um, of reality. And it goes back to your original um, statement of that, you know, with these kinds of targets, I seem to be kind of tapping into something. And it's like, for me, it's like um, the universe just keeps putting breadcrumb trails. Yeah. Uh, putting pieces of breadcrumb in front of me, and doing it through Dustin or Crypto Viewing Group or wherever. And my uh, task, if I so choose it, is to continue to follow them, um, and I will. It's it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating.
0: Yeah, I, I think about that uh, a lot, Edward. How you know we keep on this path of, you know, like I think about the, you know, my mm-hmm. book and how it, it, I feel like it wrote itself because I kept finding these breadcrumbs and these threads to go on that would come at just the right time. And I'd probe it and I'd go through it. And some of it was intuitive. Some of it was research and, uh, it just leads us that way. And I see that journey in you, um, very strong as you, as you're following this trail and it, It makes me think that there's a a chess player, a master chess player that's above everything, be it some divine intelligence, be it an AI that we're in, maybe, that is able to move multiple pieces at one time to get inside your tasker to say, hey, give him this target, you know, to put you in the right place at the right time and to give you this information here and there. Everything just seems to fall in place at the right time when you need it to find that information, don't you think?
2: I do. And I think, uh, you know, from my experience, um, the, you know, it, it's, it, it. once that's realized, uh, then it, it's a matter of being able to, uh, recognize when that's happening and, um, and follow it and know, and know when it's not happening mm-hmm. Uh, just like remote viewing is the same thing, uh, it's it's a a, a a very difficult task of um, of deciphering what is a specific uh, type of thought uh, as comp- uh, as a, opposed to uh, my own uh, creative mind uh, yeah. inventing something.
1: Yeah, and, and, and
2: it's- so. Yeah, so that's uh, that's you know it's it it's kind of that's the formula you know whether you're on the micro or the macro on that one you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it's, um, it's about discerning between is this is this data or is this just my imagination? And you got uh, it, brother. You got it. From talking to, and, to uh, you guys, it sounds like that's that's part of the training as a remote viewer. From is learning it is. to discern between the two.
2: You got it, brother. Yeah. Most most people don't make it through. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know it's it's that's the difficult part of it. So when people look at viewing um, results, and uh, or they look you know at 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 us or whatever, and they think, oh god, that looks so easy. Um, it's not. Yeah. Because it's a whole other kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. and um you you only realize that when it's kicking your ass, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah you know you you want learn you you'll you'll be learning that in about in about the ten thousandth hour <laughs> 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 on your way to the thirty and forty thousand hour yeah you know mm-hmm. uh because uh there's a lot of there's a lot of um Conditioning in the mind, um, and there's a lot of mind exploration, and there's a lot of learning of of uh, how the how the mind works. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see that. You know. I know. I know for me, in just trying to develop my own intuitive sense, it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of mm-hmm. paying attention to the tiniest little subtleties. If something that was a, a micro thought that goes through so fast, you could easily dismiss it. You got to learn to catch that brief glimpse of something and then, and then probe it without allowing your imagination to draw that logical conclusion just to get the raw, what is this impression I'm getting? And it's, it's tough.
2: Yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's really tough. So, so you have this brain that maybe physically, maybe, you know, or literally, or maybe metaphorically is imprisoned and this, what is the relationship of this brain to say us in our existence?
2: Well, um, I couldn't say for sure, um, because Something like that is is it real, physically real or is it metaphorical right um, and and because with something with a, with a target like pi we're, we're dealing with something that um, you know it's, an, it's a mathematical equation, so technically it it doesn't exist
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, outside of our own mind. Um, so it's in a really interesting place, and it's a, I love that place where where it is. Uh, time and all kinds of other things are, are in that place, and so uh, the the translation mechanism, um, you know, it requires a, a a different type of of translation decoding uh, process, and so. Um, it becomes like a process of, okay, well, well uh, you know, what altitude, at what altitude do I want to be observing this?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Am I going to be on ground level uh, with blood and guts? Am I going to be uh, on the 10th floor looking down or in a helicopter or a satellite um, or outside of the galaxy? Yeah. Where Where is my perspective um, looking at, at something like this, so with the with the brain, um, my feel. I'll, I'll put it to you this way, Dennis. It was a feeling. It was a feeling that I had, and I had to try to translate the feeling. It was an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It was a pure emotional sensation. Uh that I was experiencing, and I had to try to translate it into something that I could understand on paper right. and it came through as a captive as an advanced brain thinking uh mechanism that was uh, held being held held down or mm-hmm. held captive um, uh or something something like that. Something like that. And so how does that relate to us? Um, again, it's, you know, is the sphere realm that we're in. Uh, we are, we're, we're held, held inside of our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, we're held on this earth. Um, and so we can look around and we can see where that would apply in many circumstances in the host bodies that we exist in, which are, which are uh, based on uh, spheres, yeah, so it's a spherical host, and we are held captive within it. And so, if that's the case, um, then there's something uh, created it, and um, you know what 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 is it? Who is it, and what does that mean? Uh it's probably the question you're asking. The the only answer that I can give is from my own experience uh in sensory deprivation, um going as as far into my mind, into the neural nuts of my brain, uh to where thought creation exists. Um and being able to, for a short periods of time, uh, observe uh, thought creation, and in in that realm, uh, I, I was able to experience that uh, that teacher, that taskmaster, is us. We are our own taskmaster, um, constantly. Every every second, uh, we we are the, the the taskmaster and the tester uh, is us, and we can go in and find where we are. That and it's way deep in there. So you got to jump down the rabbit hole and go and find that that space. Right. But you get re- you get close to where uh, where we're locked in. Um, to the sphere realm, and um, that's that's about all I'm willing to say on that one. how does
0: that how does that make you feel having that information, that perspective that so basically you're, just to be clear, when you go that deep, you're seeing the blueprint for who we are and what we're dealing with on an individual level is being driven by an aspect of ourselves.
2: Correct. Correct,
0: yeah. How do you feel about life, existence, reality, when you have that perspective? What impact does that have on you?
2: Well, uh, from that perspective, um, I have a a tremendous amount of love and respect uh, for all living things, uh, even humans, especially humans. Yeah um which which is difficult uh difficult place to stay mm-hmm. um because what is again what altitude am i looking from right um when I'm on the ground level uh all i, I see threats and danger and uh and fear uh takes over
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh if I'm out in the um uh, universal realm uh what I can experience and I have experienced is that uh, every human uh, is um, is infused with absolute genius. Uh, that, that level of of our awareness is so. I mean, i genius is as as a term that is just trying to describe the, uh, something I can't even describe. Mm-hmm. Um and that's in everybody, every human being um, if you can just if you can get through the personality and the programming, you can get to to the genius uh, of the consciousness that is uh, inside of that host and um and i and I was able to experience uh, the, the deep love. I have for that part of of who we are, and um, and what we are. It's uh, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And then and then as I'm coming through uh, and, and and having to experience all the rest of the emotions that my brain can generate, as I'm processing that, then it turns into deep sadness. Yeah. Um, that people are don't have access to who they are. Um that uh, there's so much suffering, uh there's so many horrible things that have been done, uh the 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 destruction of innocence, um and all of those things that have that have built up um the the, the wall um between between those things. So depending on, like I say, depending on um, you know what uh, altitude I'm I'm looking from, will 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 define how I feel about it emotionally. The further in I go, the further out I go. Same thing.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just uh, it's just love, you know. It's just it's just it's genius. It's absolute genius, man. It's fucking genius. Do you think? And it's just like. It just fills you up and and it's where inspiration comes from and motivation and all the fuel that is that has fueled every creative genius outpouring that humans have been capable of comes right through from that channel, man. That's that's where it comes from. It's
0: why do you think amazing? Why do you think so many people on the planet today have lost contact and awareness of that?
2: Well, that's a really big question. Um and a really big answer. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh and um I'll give you my answers um for it's like you remember you remember the movie uh The Matrix. The Absolutely. First one. Yep. And uh Neil goes to see the The Oracle. Oracle. Mm-hmm. And she, he goes in there, and he's all full of doubt, and he's all full of fear, and all of the things that are keeping him from who he is. And she, and the oracle, knows this. And so the oracle says, eh, maybe next time, kid. Right. You know, how about a cookie for you?
0: Yeah, your next life.
2: Maybe in the next life, man. And uh, eat this cookie, and before you know it, you'll be as bright as rain. Yeah. And she told him exactly what he needed to hear. hmm Um, because if she would have said, you're the one, his, his whole trajectory would have been changed and, uh, it would have really screwed up the timeline and he wasn't ready to hear it. Um, you know, there, there's a really deep message in that, uh, what, what's, what's being presented in, in that idea. And so the fullness of the answer, uh, to that question that you're asking um, you know, I don't, uh, uh, I don't, I don't want to have access to it yet mm-hmm. because I still got shit to do. And uh, if I knew that, I might not, I might not do it. And so, I'll give you my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, my opinion is that uh, the human um, well, has been infected with a virus. And that virus uh, is called fear, and fear um, is a mechanism that is right uh, across the street from um, happiness and joy, and it can be fueled with creativity. Right? Uh, if you if you have uh, the you know the energy of the universe is, is create. we'll call it creativity is the fuel of the universe. And you pump that uh, through a fear mechanism, you'll have uh, a lot of the world uh, that we exist in now
1: mm-hmm.
2: of uh, terror and destruction and hatred and all the all that kind of shit. and it and it um, and it's like a uh it's like a thought uh, realm that we're trapped in um that is controlled by fear would you uh, if you unplug uh, creativity from fear and you plug it into something else um, people have a different experience they have a they have a completely different experience right. and what comes through them uh, is um immense genius creativity and it pours through like, like, uh, it's an incredible flow of energy. And what do they look like? Uh, they are, they, they experience, uh, profound levels of, uh, self-expression,
1: right?
2: Profound levels of, of, um, of comprehension, they, they look around and they can see uh, deeper into the meaning of the reality that we exist in. Um, so it depends; it just depends. But you know, we exist in the reality we exist in now. And and uh, from the Pi sessions, what I what I've come to want to explore is that that is the sphere realm, and there are certain uh, programs within the sphere realm. Um, that we we are experiencing, and uh, one of them is uh, fear. Yeah, fear and, and destruction.
0: You know, I I wrestle with that a lot. I was exploring it in the book quite a bit, and I go back and forth. and It's so easy to get caught up in the fear and the negativity, and to say and to take your data and say that's it. You see it. We are held captive. We are prisoners and we're being used for our creativity. But then when you keep going deeper, then you have to ask yourself, well, maybe this is just a very difficult but efficient learning mechanism. Maybe this is being created because this is what we need to learn. You know, And, and when you start, as you say, depending on where your perspective is, if you're right down there on ground level and you're like, Dude, shit's pretty bad around. It. How could there be something good behind this? But your perspective you is right there. But then you pull back and you see maybe the growth collectively or on the higher realms for yourself that you're learning. You may have a different opinion. You know, now when I'm in the shit, I'm. I'm pissed off and angry and like what the hell is this reality this sucks you know and then
2: give me you know, you know the hell out of yeah, yeah,
0: yeah but yeah, then when you get that absolutely. that perspective you know and, 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 and listening to you explain that you know you said you might cry on this one I'm getting emotional thinking about it because it touches on I'd say some of my greatest hopes and fears number one is this some kind of prison or is there something beneficial benevolent a reason beyond all the scary stuff why we suffer you know Yeah. So I think that was a beautiful thing, and I I thank you for sharing that with you know with me and with everybody out there.
2: Oh yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, man. Um, Thank you. Thank you. You know, these are this is what I love about um, about remote viewing is um, is that I can it. Like I say, it uh, it allows me to utilize a part of my own consciousness that um, you know this world that we live in really is designed uh, to be utilized for so much. So, um, and and so, but it's in it's in that realm where my comprehension um, level is. So, like right. as an example, like I was saying, like in school, I was a really terrible student. I was F. You know. And and I was I was sent home, you know. Said I have terrible comprehension.
1: <laughs>
2: right. am <laughs> seriously. It was written on my report card. My, I believe it. I had really really bad uh, comprehension skills. Were below average, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was devastated. You know. Uh, you know, it was bad enough I was getting Fs, and then to get such negative reinforcement, uh, I it was hopeless. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a long, difficult journey to get to this point. Um, nobody, it was no help, <laughs> yeah, it was no help, but 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 then I have to look at it and say, Well, why, why? And the reason why is because uh, on my journey, I had to find it myself, yeah, you did. Not everybody's journey is that way, no, um, every everyone is, is unique to them, and uh, mine just happened to be the you know, that's the way I wanted that's the bottom line.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. In order to do this, you had to you had to earn it. You had to earn your stripes. You had to get your hazing, go through that gauntlet, to be in a position okay. to even have the strength, the courage, the desire, the motivation to go through that. You know, but absolutely, I, I have to give a, a side note since teaching is is something I'm very passionate about, and I've worked with special education students for over a decade now, and students with emotional challenges and learning disabilities. And, and what I've learned is that it's the system that's that's broken, and they don't cater to a mind like yours. It's we have this one track, we have the bell curve, and everybody at the top of the bell curve, we, we're going to groom them for college, and everybody else has a problem. The problem that's isn't right. with the student. The problem is in the method of delivery of information because when you start changing your approach, I've gotten kids who I had a girl, I'm not going to go on a teaching tangent here, but I had a girl 14 years old, couldn't read at all, and i found a different mm-hmm. approach and by the end of that year she was reading at a second grade level she'd sit at the lunch table and read to her friends you know because a different right. i tried a different approach with her so but these kids you know when they come to me i'm dumb i can't do this i'm not good at school no you just you know you've been conditioned by the system because your brain works differently that different is bad and it's not and you know i think you you speak to that in you found your own way struggling through Absolutely. school and, and i think you're doing an amazing job you're you know you're pioneering things and you're talking about things that you know top scientists behind closed doors are whispering about right now so you know you've you've done it my friend and i think that's fascinating and amazing isn't isn't that
2: interesting you know it's like the 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 kid uh, voted least likely to succeed. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, is having um, a conversation
0: but, about pi and the mind behind like the, these are things that mm-hmm. you know w- will the valedictorian of your class be able to have this intellectual conversation? Probably not.
2: Well, I, I tell you, it's it, it, um, I, I, again uh, when I was young in, in school and I, I and I had and I, I was struggling so badly because I couldn't. Do what everybody else, whatever the other people were doing. And I wanted so badly to have a way of, of learning um, and or find out how to understand things and stuff like that. And uh, in remote viewing, um, when you get to um, a level with it where that becomes possible. I'll give you a great, I'll give you a great example. Uh, years ago, I wanted to experiment remote viewing people and just people. And I want, if I'm blind, uh, to who it is. I just, I just know that the target is a person. So right. it's semi front loaded. Okay. And I had this target was selected for me and the target was I Rand.
0: Okay. From the author of Anthem.
2: Yes. One of my books. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and I, uh, of course, I'm blind. I don't know what's Ayn Rand. And I don't know Jack about Ayn Rand. Right. Um, you know, I don't, I don't. you know, she's just uh, uh, at the time, uh, if somebody would have said who's Ayn Rand, I would have said she's an author and uh, wrote some books, and that's about all I know. Right. So anyway, I'm in this remote viewing session and I'm, and I'm, and I'm going through this whole experience of a person who was known for the way that they thought. It was their their uh, their their thinking about things, um, and the way that they presented their thinking, uh, their style of thinking was what was what made them known. But that wasn't that interesting to me. I wanted what was interesting to me was why that was so, and mm-hmm. so. I went through this whole process of this person's life where at a young age uh they had abundance, and all of that abundance was suddenly taken away from them, and they were they went and this young person went from uh a luxurious luxurious life uh to complete destitution uh near death uh level of destitution um having it taken away and that experience and how they felt about it and what that experience did to their to their mind and their brain and formulated their brain and their mind in, into a certain uh, perspective and that's the perspective that that person projected out into the world. Wow. So once I got the feedback and it was like Ayn Rand, I'm like, holy shit, I don't know anything about Ayn Rand. So I then I did a little research and I, and I and that's exactly what happened to Ayn Rand. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't, I could have read the biography of Ayn Rand and, and if you would have said, sort of tell me about Ayn Rand, I'd say, I, I don't remember any of the book. I, right. I, I remember going through it, but I don't know anything, but now I have an understanding of Ayn Rand and I'll never forget it. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. Cause because
2: you, I experienced
0: you experienced it. it. Yeah. You know, um, I think a close, the closest correlation in the non-psychic world is, you know, like what I'm doing right now. I learned so much from having a conversation. I'm that I'm that student that gets everybody's nerves because I talk to the teacher a lot in class because I learn through dialogue. I can pick up a book and read, but when I have that conversation, it it bring it connects it connects with me. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. You're connecting with things in a method that's of interest to you to things that are of interest to you, and you retain that information.
2: Yeah from from an area of 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 comprehension that is. that is that is in there. Yeah, you know, there, there's like uh, the mind is beyond the the threshold of awareness, um, which, uh, from my experience, the threshold of awareness is another sphere. Yeah, and um, I feel it is an electromagnetic sphere mm-hmm. that is uh, governs our brain, and that is the threshold of our awareness, and so. Uh, and what does that mean? That means when we're inside of that threshold, we're looking around, we know, you know, we're, it's our, we live in the five sense reality, and our memories come trickling through the threshold of awareness. So if I say, Dennis, uh, tell me about, uh, you know, uh, the high school you went to freshman year, you would access uh, those memories, and those memories would trickle through uh, the threshold of your awareness into your mind, and you'd suddenly start remembering them. But there's so much more going on there than just a memory retrieval. Yeah, so much more is going on.
0: Ba- basically, using modern-day computer terms, I mean, you're saying our stuff's stored up in a cloud somewhere, basically.
2: It's a it's a massive, yeah, massive realm um, that is that is not just retrieving memories. Um, it's a translator. -hmm. It's uh, it's an experiencer, creativity flows through it, inspiration comes through it. Uh, All kinds of things are going on in there. It's not just a a storehouse of memories like uh, we've been. Well, we've been kind of conditioned into uh, putting a governor.
0: Yeah, we've been we've been trapped into our thinking, limited.
2: Yeah, absolutely. yeah, when you're when you're told, that's oh, just your memory storage. Then oh, okay, well then that's all it is, and I guess I don't have to think about it anymore.
0: Imagine if um, that governor was loosened, what we'd uh, what we'd be able to access more comfortably. God damn right. You know, because we're so limited by our belief system. You, you know, we'll start to have a certain thought, and you'll think, like, oh, it doesn't jive with that. Nope, that goes against. The and then you just stop the thought and you shut it down. The same thing with your intuitive. You know, I'm getting this psychic... Nope, that's not possible. I couldn't... Nope. You know, Dick Dick said it. He says it every week. He says, you know, remote viewing, we don't think... We just write everything down. You better just put it all out right. there and not question it. Um, that's right. Because, you know, we have that natural filter to shut off that flow of information. You know, I'm thinking about... Um, it's interesting how you're talking about... You use remote viewing to gather information. I remember being a kid, and I've always had an interest in this stuff, and, and watching a documentary about Edgar Cayce... And what he used to do, he would take a book, and he'd put it under his pillow at night, and he'd go to sleep, and he'd wake up, and he would learn what was in the book. I can't tell you how many nights in high school I slept with books under my pillow. Not once did I learn anything from it, but I think, you know, that was his method. That's what he, you know, somehow he connected with it. Um, What advice do you have to somebody out there listening right now who's going through that spiritual struggle and trying to figure out what do I do? How do I get more of this? How do I, I mean, what, what advice do you have for them, Edward?
2: Oh man. Um, well, I'd say, um, um, take note of your expectations, mm. uh, your expectations of mental constructs. Right. And, um, probably barriers, and they're keeping you uh, locked in, and but that's just part of the part of the course. That like, that's what it's about.
1: Right.
2: Um, you know, it's like uh, you're you know, you're building the scaffolding. You know, um, to get to get up there. You know, and um, you have to, in my opinion, uh, you have to learn to be okay. With being wrong, yeah, and if you uh, if you have difficulty with that, uh, that you know, again, uh, the taskmaster is within each one of us, um, and you know who we are at that level. Uh, we're not governed by our pissy little emotions. Right. Um, we're way way beyond that. Way, way beyond that. So as we come through the tunnel uh, into this reality, and we're all like eh, pissy and moaning and me, eh, me, 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 and you know, it's so hard. And all this, you know, this childish uh, things that we that we go through. Uh, that part of us that is the taskmaster doesn't deal and uh, doesn't care. Um, you know, this is this is a, a tough realm to be in, um, and. It, it's it's a survival realm, Yeah. and uh, to live within it, uh, we have to survive and and you know to survive, you you have to be tough. And so um, you know if so that's that's why they're not viewing. Uh, so if people were to take on remote not viewing um, as a as a a method uh, to assist them to learn anything, do it just to learn that. You you will you will be faced with um how you feel about being wrong over and over hmm. and over and over again. Like I say, the lens will mop the floor with you uh and and not shed a tear for your agony. Right. Um, And that's good, and that's why most people never make it past a level one. You know, because they they can't deal with that. Coming. And so, but what? Go ahead.
0: I, I just wanted to interject real quick. Coming back to our education uh, discussion, failure nowadays is is kind of frowned upon in aspects of we don't want students to feel that bad for failing. Um, and and I say all the time, you know as a teacher you should fail if you're not failing in school you're not in the right class because Failure is a part of the learning process and that horrible crappy feeling you get when you fail a test is, is Necessary for that growth for you to think about it and still on it and to learn whatever Introspection and lessons you get from that so by denying ourselves that failure We're denying ourselves that growth. I think
2: I completely, completely agree, and it's a it's a big part of the test. Yeah, it's a big, big part of the test, and um, and that's not just for viewing. It's it's uh, you know for, if it's the spiritual path somebody's on, mm-hmm. uh, or the growth uh, path, or they're trying to kind of understand who they are, what they are, and you know all that kind of stuff, um. You know, and that that doesn't just apply to uh, viewing targets. Right.
1: Uh,
2: I just went through uh, several experiences um, of that uh, dealing with personal issues, right. personal things in my life, where I thought uh, it was a certain way, and I found out that it I was completely wrong. And and again, because we are the taskmaster, I am given the opportunity then. Uh, what do I do now? Do I dig in my heels and go wow wah, wah wah I'm not wrong, I'm right, wah wah wah. Or do I be able to recognize it um, and keep moving forward? Uh, that's that's the test. So you so you know, we're always like I say, we are the taskmaster and we are testing ourselves constantly. Uh, and once you learn um uh get you know explore get an understanding of the of the terrain the mechanism um it becomes easier and as it becomes easier you're moving a little bit uh, if into that threshold of awareness and, and through it and beyond it and there's where the greater uh, what what people call their spirituality or, right. you know people call it all kinds of names for it once you get over there, there's no name for it. Um, those are just labels that we we require down here uh, mm-hmm. as a goal or something like that. You know?
1: Right, right. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: We got to categorize <laughs> everything to under, to process it at this level. We
2: do You're absolutely right. We sure
0: do, man. We're uh, we're coming up right. to the end of our time, Edward. Um, do you have any final thoughts or comments on on everything we talked about?
2: Uh, well. Um, I will say that uh, the note being pie has had a profound effect on me uh, in ways that, is, that, that that is continuing to unfold um, as it should be um, because uh, that's the life that uh, I accept that it's uh, I'm I'm moving through the galaxy uh, and through the universe. And, um, you know, this This fellow had a great saying. Uh, he got it from Native Americans. And they were talking about uh, the times that we're in. And, and their analogy was, there's a great river and it's moving very fast. And if you... Jump in the river, and you try to cling to the edge. You'll be torn to pieces.
1: Right.
2: But if you get to the center and you just float, you'll move uh, with the um, with the with the, with the, with the energy. With, yeah. With yeah. the momentum, and you'll 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 be fine, and you'll be moving uh, at, at great speeds. You know.
1: Yeah. And
2: the- that's us.
0: I was just going to say, it's like the saying, you you know, instead of swimming against the current, learn to surf,
2: flow with it. You got it, man. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One thing that we can all say for certain is that uh, we are hurtling through space. Nothing is stagnant. Everything is moving. constantly moving, um, and we never stop. and, And realize that, accept it, and live it, and you'll, like with my remote viewing, um I don't have any one style. It's constantly evolving. Right. Um and changing constantly. And um and and that's because of that. Yeah. You
0: know. Powerful Edward. This yeah. this um this conversation, at least for me and I'm hoping for all listeners out there as well, I'm sure it will you know, as I spoke to you about this after you did the session, we you know, we were going back and forth for a while and you were just saying, it's still sitting, I'm still processing and I feel it now. Uh, there's something going on inside of me. It it connected things, um, and affirmed certain things that I had inside of me that I needed to be aware of brought to brought forth. And that was, this was a very helpful, powerful conversation for me, Edward. And, and again, I, th- I thank you for taking the time to share it. it, it's, it's been, uh, something special here.
2: Um, Oh, thanks. That's, that, it makes it uh, very rewarding, uh, for me. Yeah. And I
0: hope
2: I don't start crying over here.
0: Uh, not trying to so make you cry, you. but I, I could, I, <laughs> I could easily sit here and cry with this, with this, with this moment here tonight. Um, just,
2: I love, I love crying man. it's one of my favorite things to do. It's, it's, um, it lets me know that, uh, I I uh, I'm close to to the source of something. Yeah, it's
0: a powerful thing yeah. when you can let that emotion, that raw emotion, just go freely. You know. Absolutely. How can uh, how can people find you and connect with you, Edward?
2: Well, they can find me on my uh, my YouTube page uh, uh, my name Edward Grimm. They can they can find us through the Crypto Healing Group, mm-hmm. um, which uh, we are. Uh, I. I I can, I don't want to speak for you, but I I think I can. We're both very proud of this group. Mm-hmm. Um, to be a part of it, yeah. uh, I'm very proud uh, and grateful. Very grateful um, to be in 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 this group uh, with you guys. And um, so they can definitely look up the crypto viewing group on YouTube, and we have got the Patreon page for folks who want to uh, take the Take the journey with us. Take the deep dive, um, and you know we we go in as far as we can go. We're mm-hmm. going. We go down the rabbit hole.
0: We do, and
2: it's and it's great because uh, you know we're just some people who are like we you know we're jumping the deep end kind of people. Yeah, uh, all of all of us.
1: Yeah, every and, one of us.
2: Um, you know it, man. Fuck the shallow and, <laughs> you know it's in the deep end and, yeah and uh you know what this maybe doesn't you know there's no bottom <laughs> no
0: no there's no there is no bottom you know and, and yeah, i think let's, that's
2: let's see how far we can go man
0: i think you that's know? what's amazing about what we're doing I, you know and you say it on your channel all the time the work that we're doing on the team is important And, you know, we we have fun with woo-woo targets like this. We really do enjoy exploring this stuff. But we also look at regularly verifiable targets, targets that have verifiable aspects to it. And if you want to understand where the world is going in the immediate future, meaning the next 1 to 10 years, I highly encourage you to watch what we're doing on the team because there's a lot of you know and I, I i give hints all the time on my show but start with the youtube channel you know start looking at dick's content and uh you know but i encourage you pull the trigger even if it's just for a month and uh, check out what's going on on patreon and start getting that data and seeing how everything fits together because this is this is fascinating and it's very important what's coming out of the team
2: absolutely absolutely we, we are uh like I mentioned I think a couple of shows ago you know in my opinion we're moving through the shift of the ages mm-hmm. um and we <clears throat> in the crypto viewing group um are doing our best to um get uh a, uh a, a view of that from a higher higher elevation right um to see how how the future is formulating you know, yeah. the future is, is, is an interesting place and um it's uh, just a bunch of potential energy. There's a lot of uh, tentacles uh, they're orchestrating um, and weaving together a tapestry of potential energy, and that's what the future is. And uh, we we look at that um, at that tapestry, and we love it. We absolutely love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And that was eloquently said, not bad for a guy who struggled through school, Edward. I'll tell you that.
2: Uh, you know what I loved about school, Dennis? What's that? My buddies, my friends. Yeah. I, I went and I got to spend all day with my friends. Yeah. I loved it. And that's important. Definitely important. Yep.
0: Well, listen, Edward, I'm I'm uh, thankful and proud to call you one of my friends and my buddies there. So uh, I appreciate you Thanks, again man. taking the time to come on the show. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, close this out. And uh, why don't you stay on the line if you just want to say goodbye to, uh, to our listeners and then hold the line and uh, we'll connect afterwards. Thanks, Dennis. All right. Thanks, Edward. And again, uh, you can connect with Edward through his YouTube page, and I'll have the links in the show notes uh, up at successmedia.net and in the newsletter as well. So thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. That is one of those conversations that's going to stay with me for quite some time. Um, Edward's mind and the way he shares it, I think, is is a real gift. Uh, and i'm I'm beyond thankful that i that I had this opportunity to speak with him again, and that I you know that I can call him a friend. it's It's um amazing what he's exploring and he's looking at. And, you know, I could take that that discussion into so many different directions. and just from an educational standpoint, you know I, I, he's proof right there for those of you out there that that are struggling on this journey and on this path, embrace the failure embrace the hardship i know that's easier said than done because when you're in it it just sucks but um once you go through it enough at least i can tell myself now this there i'll get through this there's something that i'm going to gain from this no matter how bad it is you know my whole my father dying is probably the worst thing i ever experienced if he hadn't died the way he did I wouldn't be doing this show. I wouldn't have connected with the people, that the wonderful people that I get to connect with each week. Um, and I wouldn't have written food for the Archons. And my dad's death was horrible. And I, I wouldn't, I, I'd give anything to have him back. But through that journey, I, I learned something. And in hearing Edward's explanation of viewing that higher self and this being us and driving kind of what's going on, That gives me hope that it's not just some evil archon sitting out there saying, I just want you to suffer because I just don't care about you. That's a very cold, lonely, scary thing to think about. So I'm hopeful from a conversation like this, from a mind like Edwards, with the data that I see him bringing back. And I hope all of you are as well. Um, Just a great, great conversation. Um, so, if you haven't done so already, please check out his YouTube channel. Check out the Crypto Viewing Team. You know what, what's going on. is We're providing so much information. You know, and as truth seekers, that's what we want, right? And, and I, I take pride in sharing what, what I believe is of value, is credible, and it's it's entertaining. And when when we're wrong, we admit it because we understand that failure sometimes happens, and it's a part of the process it's nothing to be ashamed of. So I have no problems admitting when I'm wrong. Just like you know, the team has no issues with that as well. And uh, be sure, please, uh, check it out. Food for the Archons. It's live now. You can get it on Kindle. And you can get yourself a paperback copy as well. There's links at sixcentsmedia.net slash archons. Or you can go right to Amazon and just type in Food for the Archons. Uh, you know, It's been a long time coming with this project for those of you that follow the show. Um, so... Here it is putting my money where my mouth is check it out and uh, i'd love to hear from you all right my friends i'm kind of fried Uh, one you know when i got off the line with edward i took i had to take about 15 minutes just trying to process that conversation that was uh that was a big one so i'm going to retire for the evening and uh i'll be back next week thank you all for your continued support and for your interest Uh, As always, check out the YouTube channel. I've been throwing up some vlogs pretty regularly. Um, You know, not every day, but semi-regularly there. So I I hate saying it, but we're working with algorithms here and we need the likes, the subscribes, notifications. You guys know the drill. I'm not going to bore you with that. But if anything that you come into contact with, if you find it of value, if you just give it a like or some kind of engagement, a ranking, whatever platform you're on. It helps tremendously. So, and share it with your friends. All right, guys. I'm not going to, patronize you with that stuff anymore all right that's it i'm dennis Nabby the second this has been another episode of the seeker podcast where small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world i encourage you to be that change never stop questioning keep an open mind and let your intuition be your guide thanks for
1: listening We can't go to the same house, we'll find out where they're sitting. 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 We'll find out where they're sitting.